You are listening to the Urban Sports Scene. We are also part of Amplifier Media at AmplifierMedia.com. I'm Wole, the homie Ray Jeezy is out. If I sound a little hoarse, it's because I have a little cold. I'm I'm doing it like Jordan, the flu game. Magic Johnson trying to play in the NBA with HIV. I, I you know, I, I go hard with it, bro. I go hard with it, folks. But, you know, a little bit of Vicks and whatnot has me running. But let's get right into it, man. Um, Empire Media hosts multiple DMV sports podcast shows, such as the John Conn Report, hosted by ESPN Watch, the Commanders Insider, John Conn, and Jones Football, hosted by USA Today Insider, Mike Jones. You can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Also, make sure you subscribe to the Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel as well. Click that red subscribe button and like this video. Don't forget to tweet us at Urban Sports Scene. Hit us up on IG at Urban Sports Scene and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Also, join our Urban Sports Scene Facebook group. Search Urban Sports Scene, sports bloggers, sports podcasters, and sports debates. Also, check out our weekly NFL picks on the Football Garbage Time website. Just go to www.footballgarbagetime.com. Uh, it's part of the Urban Sports Scene Football Garbage Time Pick'em Challenge. All right. Will T would say this. He's not on the show anymore, but I'm going to keep the tradition going. Let's get into our tradition, the pregame. Here's what we have on tap. I'll interview former Washington Redskins cornerback and Super Bowl champion with the Kansas City Chiefs, Bashar Breeland, about possibly getting back into the league and, and much more. At 825, I'll talk with Sports Journeys Commanders reporter Lake Lewis about the Washington Commanders training wave, Chase, Chase Young and Montez Sweat. And finally, at 845, we'll lock, uh, locked, on, watch, locked on Wizards podcast host Brandon Scott will join me to talk about the Wizards. Uh, but first, right now, let me introduce our guests. I mentioned them already in the pre in the pregame, but I want to you know play the highlight reel because I got respect for our guests. You know what I'm saying? Like as you could tell, my man, my man was a Super Bowl champion with the Kansas City Chiefs. Here he had a pick six, a pick six against the Chargers when he played for the Washington Redskins. Back then we were called the Redskins, it wasn't the Commanders. You know what I'm saying? So I want to introduce our guy, our guy Bashar Breeland. What's going on, Bree? What's up, Wilder? What is going on? Let me minimize this real quick. Take this off. Good seeing you, my man. How you been, bro? I've been good. How are you? Good, man. Good, good. So, you know, for, first off, man, what you been up to, my man? Man, chilling, living. I know that's right. Home, I guess that's what you want to call it. I know that's right. I know that's right. So, like, Bree, you know, I talked to you. I want to rap to you. I want, I want folks to, you know, to hear from you and talk to you. So, um, first off, bro, like, in terms of, like, the league or whatever. Have you ever had received any calls or whatnot to try and get you know teams being interested in you? Nah, man. Uh, nah, I ain't been receiving nothing, no, no calls or nothing. Okay. No, nothing like that. Nothing. Mm-hmm. In that aspect, as far as ball, uh, mm-hmm. that door pretty much closed for real. For real? For real? Oh, so you you like you don't think like you? How about you? You still have the love for the game? Yeah, I still got love for the game. I still want to play, but politics, yeah, right? It just ain't, ain't that way. You, know? you gotta face reality at some point. You feel me? I feel you. I feel you. So, like when you got drafted by the Redskins back in 2014, which vets took you under their wing? I mean, I like Ryan Hatcher was my guy. Oh wow, the D lineman, right? Yeah, the D lineman, Ryan Hatcher, Junior Gillette, you know, those mm-hmm. type of guys, Trippie. Uh-huh. Those are my guys that I went to. Uh, was my kind. Mm. So, what at your your time in the city? What was your most memorable moment playing for the uh, Redskins? 
Was it the pick six against the Chargers? Because that was like your first pick six. Was that? Was it that? Nah. <laughs> it wasn't really. It wasn't even a, a play of mine to be honest with you. Okay. It was just the. the I would say that the victory we had against Tampa Bay. Oh. That was dope. That was dope. One of my best times in Washington. Okay. So, uh, all right. Twenty in twenty nineteen, I mentioned your Super Bowl champ. You won the Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs. What was your favorite time? Was that pretty much your favorite time in the league that year in Kansas City when you won the ball? Was that your favorite time in the league? You said favorite time in that I in, a, in, in the league, in the league in general. Was the when you won the Super Bowl in 2019? Nah, I wouldn't say that. Okay. I would say uh it would have been 2018 going into 2019. That Why is that though? Season. Oh, the Green Bay, yeah. You've all the Green yeah. Bay. That's true. That's true. Nah, it wasn't even about the ball. It was just I learned a lot about myself during that time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so would Green Bay be your favorite team that you play for? Nah, I wouldn't say that either. <laughs> it was just the experience that I, I'm talking about the experience and the yeah. time that I was in in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, was, that was the best time. For That's the best time for you. I feel yeah. You. All right. So, in terms of the you played, you played with some good quarterbacks, man. Who was your who was the best quarterback you played with? Would you say like in terms of like I mean, you played with Pat Mahomes and you're A Rod. So I'm just saying like. I ain't really saying? got. I ain't really get to get a rod though. You ain't get a rod? Nah, I did, but I ain't get a rod. Like, it was a lot going on doing. Oh, that. oh, okay. I thought you, okay. All right. You feel me? If I had to choose out of the that style of quarterback, I have to go with Patrick Mahomes because I of actually yeah. experienced. You know what I'm saying? Games mm-hmm. with Patrick. Like mm. I experienced games with, with uh, Aaron Rodgers too, but it was just too much going on to really. It was just a lot going on during that time. Mm-hmm. So, all right, I know we, we talked about like you're, you know, where you're at now. You're 31, and you're saying you're saying like the NFL ain't really an option right now. But do you still young and whatnot? Like you nah, still young, bro. I'm saying it's an option for me, but as far as the, like, like, like like that side of the, of the world, I got you. Like, it, it, it's like I don't have no communication with it. With, with, with mm, mm. You feel me? Like, yeah. How does that? So like, is it like is it more like? Cause you know that to me, like the NFL, once they break. Like it's eight, like they did, they did the same thing with Cam. They do with certain players. Like, how does it like in terms of ageism or or whatnot with the politics of NFL? Like, how is it? How hard is it to like to like to to feel like you're ostracized from the league? Say that again. To feel like you out like to feel like you like out like to feel like they not trying to they not trying to trying to have you back in the league. Like you had the same thing with Cam Newton, a bunch of NFL players. You like Reed who used to play for the San Francisco San Francisco 49ers, Like a bunch of folks who could still play ball. But they don't get the opportunity. Why? Why is that the case? I don't know. I mean, some some things. You know, what I'm saying I can only speak for myself. I can't yeah. speak for everybody else. My, True. My, my was different. Like you feel me? Yeah. My 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 was so so up up. No, it was more so off the field issues for me too. Got you. No, I got you. I got you. So I'll are you still myself in the foot as well? So I can't really speak and say like. And, and, we all make mistakes, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a believer in life, you, you man. You feel me in the capacity yeah. that you would want me to, to, to speak on, like, yeah. in the after as far as the other players. But me, mine was different. I yeah. can't really tell you why I'm not playing. I'm, I'm fully healthy, ready to go, like, and, and capable of playing. But mm-hmm. I, I do got to look myself in the mirror, too, and say, God dang, yeah, I made bonehead decisions, too, and made mistakes, too. So it's like. I can't really say like like whether somebody holding me back or mm-hmm. I held myself back in to be to be but that, but that also shows the humility that you can admit that you know what I'm saying that shows yeah. maturity and humility so I feel like you know anybody who paying attention to to this 
they can see that you're humble enough to say, like, I, you know, to say, like, yeah, I shot I myself in the foot. When I, I'm just saying, I know a lot of fans, a lot of people want me to still be, think I still should be playing, like, like you feel me? Yeah. I feel like should I still should be playing, but, you know what I mean? Some things happened and transpired that, I mean, we couldn't come back from, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you. Should, I mean, I see it all the time. Anytime I post something about you, be on the show, bro. Like folks would be like, it don't even matter. It could be Kansas City, it could be like Minnesota, here in yeah. DC. Folks be like, man, Bree was one of my favorite players. Like I want him back in the, on our squad. So it's wild. Nah, I, 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 how okay. you check- I can go right now today, though. Like you pick me up right now today, I can go. Yeah. So do you still work out? Like you work out often in terms of like training for the. I'm always in shape, man. My man, my man. I'm always being where I'm not gonna say I can go play like like right away, but yeah, I'm always in shape. I'm always in ball football. Easy for real. Mm -hmm. It's all about just mixing with the people. Facts, facts. So watching in the watching, you know, the league or whatever. Which team do you feel like fits you the best? What fits you the best? Like you looking at it, like you know what. I can rock with that squad because at first I was like, I was watching the game when Buffalo had a bunch of folks go down. I was like, you would be all right in Buffalo. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, yeah, I know. Mean, I mean, I, it, it seemed like I, I had multiple opportunities to, to go to Buffalo. It just never worked out. Oh, worse. So you did have opportunities to go to Buffalo? Nah, I was talking about back in. Back then, I mean, back then, yeah. I had workouts for them and this and that and third, but it never worked out doing that okay. time. Like, mm. It's like Buffalo good. I like their defense. I like their style of play. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I feel like I, I can fit. Knowing me, knowing myself, I feel like I can, I can fit in any de- you know, style of defense. Mm-hmm. But it's all about mixing with the players, like the, the, and the different type of uh, coaches. That, that's all will be my issue and what would make a situation comfortable for me and for mm-hmm. me to be maximize my situation. What's your favorite style of defense to play in? Me? Yeah. Like your favorite style is the DB. Like, was it would it be straight man, two man? Like, nah, I like man. Right. I like to mix it up too. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't just a a, a, a man corner. You know, you, mm-hmm. you start understanding football. Like, it ain't all about uh, the man to man coverage. Mm-hmm. It's just different schemes. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's all about the scheme built for you. If they're gonna set it for you, or they're gonna make you be like somebody else. What so I'll name this like in terms of like the coaches you play for, who was your favorite coach? Would it be like an Andy Reid? Head coach wise, yeah. Hey, hey, really? Okay. What yeah. makes Andy Reid so much different from other people? I'm really One of my favorite coaches is Raheem Morris, though. Okay, so why? Why I mean a lot of people talk they talk heavy about Raheem. How why what makes him so good? I don't know, bro. Is he real? Is he a real one? That's why yeah. he a real one. To me in the town that I spent with him, he was a real dude. Mm-hmm. He shoot it. He shoot it straight to you. He shoot it straight to you. Yeah. Okay. That's why. Okay. Because I was people met. I saw him on a pivot, and folks like they were like they talked about Raheem Morris. Like, yeah. all right, he wanted them. <laughs> like he wanted them. I was like, all right, well, that's cool. Yeah. He uh, was there my time. My, my rookie in DC. Like, like, yeah. That's he why he was here. Good though. Remember. Yeah, he was here. Yes, yeah, that's right. Coach. My mm. So in terms, so in terms of all right, so. If you had a message to send it, like if you had a message to NFL executives, right, to say like why you should be in the league for real, what would your message be to them? I don't know. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. 
Cause I'm at a point in my life like it, 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 it like it, it is what it is for me. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, like there's it, no chasing. Like okay, like that. Like, you feel me? It's like if we can come to an agreement and we, you know, what I'm saying, do something and it's and it leave for me to play again. Like mm-hmm. I do that, but it's like it's not. I'm not. I'm not in in, in the moment uh, of pleading my mouth. Why I should be in the league? We all know what time it why is. Why I should be in the league? We know how, how I play. We know my style. We know my my, my game. You know what mm-hmm. I bring to the game. Like, like so, it's like it, it, that is not the issue at hand. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, and I'll never be able to really like get on the truth on situations or mm-hmm. different things to try to change their opinion. And I'm not, I'm just not that type of person to. To, to stress to do so, so uh-huh. you could never really get to that point. Uh, a sit down conversation with it and have a conversation with me, understand me. So it'll never will be that way. Never be that way. You feel me? So yeah, I feel like, you. It, it is what it is. Would you would you consider playing? Because you know I seen uh, Swearinger, DJ Swearinger, Swearinger played that like the was it USFL, USFL or even XFL? I'm yeah, I think it's XFL. Would you consider playing XFL? Would you consider doing that? Yeah, I, I went to the Super Bowl game twice. I played the Super Bowl. Like, no disrespect <laughs> to, no to that league. Like, like you feel me? I, 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 I would play, but I never played in the highest of the highest. It's like, yeah, I got if you. I'm not doing that. It's like, it's not. It's not it, worth it. Like, I played the highest level. It. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, the game not even worth it for me. Mm, okay. Now, I respect that. Well, Bree, man, I appreciate you, my man, as always, dude. You always show love, yeah. man. You always try to jump on the show. So I appreciate you, homie. You already know, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just. Like when it comes to this this game, man, we already know how how it is, and, and it's like our time come and go. Like, that's that's true. It's just my time have come and it has gone. Yeah, but don't also I do want you. I mean, as you know, and I don't want to like I'm just you know I like to give folks their flowers, bro. Like your 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 career has been uber successful. Like yeah, you were Super Bowl champion. It ain't really. Uh, I ain't really get to, to get to my. Like, yeah, I know like, your prime. Like, like, I got you. Before, yeah. like, 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 it, it came to a halt, but it's just like, like everything got a cause and effect. Like, true. Ain't no tripping, no sweating on that. Yeah, true. But I, I, I just, look, dude. Nobody. A lot of folks don't win bowls, and you were, you was, a, you was cornerback one, not two. You was cornerback one, and you yeah, had a pick, in, and you had a pick in the bowl. Like a lot of people don't get that type of that type of shine. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, in the end of the day, like, dog, you got folks who we call. They call they they call them them and they only achieve what you achieved. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying, like at the end of the day, like you accomplished a lot. Even yeah, not, know, even man. like you said, not I'm even saying, like you said. I, I still would, would like to play. Like, like, like you feel me? Like like I never wanted to stop playing. It's just, that's what it has come to, and yeah. it's like, like I'm at a point where it's like we don't chase false hope. Like, yeah, I got you. It don't seem like there's no hope in 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 in, in the act. Aspects of like, we just gonna live life. No, it's all you can't do is live life. I don't. I want, do want to ask you one thing because I don't know if you pay attention to stuff in the in the in the DMV or like the, the commanders. So you, yeah. you, I mean, you've heard with like what happened with Montez and Chase Young. I guess them being traded away from Washington. What's your what's your thought on that? Both of them got traded. Both got of them traded. got traded, bro. Both. Yeah. One, Chase got traded for a third and a basically like a compensation third. So it was like a late first. It's like a fourth for real. <laughs> A fourth yeah. real, and Montez got traded for a second rounder. So I guess I want to get your 
get you because I know we had you on earlier for, for y'all, y'all be building though, but it's like they couldn't choose. It, it was y'all was gonna make it hard for them to choose one. Y'all was divided. Yeah, yeah, but, but I I do want to get you a pick. Instead of getting rid of one, we get rid of both of them. True. So we won't have we won't upset nobody. <laughs> I do want to get your opinion on this because this is like my issue when folks get traded. Like when you underachieve, like I feel like the players pay for that when it really was the coach's fault that these dudes under like not underachieve like the defense as a whole. They have won games. These dudes wouldn't be traded because they actually had a decent. They're having decent seasons, but they get traded because the coach is on the hot seat, new new ownership, and they they started season three and five. So you gotta like the look is okay. These dudes don't have a contract at the end of the season. We gotta trade them. If they was winning, they wouldn't be traded. You said say that again. If they was winning, they wouldn't be traded because they three and five. But they was I mean, winning, they winning, wouldn't be tra- winning, sweet everything under the road. I know, yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, don't you blame the coaches, well, feel, not huh? the players? Don't you blame the coaches, not the players? Huh? Don't you blame the coaches and not the players? Because ain't the players' fault. They balling. They did their job. <laughs> but I'm, it, I can't speak on that. I, <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. No, I got you. Hey, hey, Bree, man. Thanks for being on, homie. I appreciate you, my man. All right, man. All right, man. You already know what time it is, bro. <laughs> All right, man. Oh, man. My God, Bashad really cool dude, bro. Cooler than the other side of the pillow, man. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I, I want I want Bree to get another opportunity in the league, man. He's a he's a dope dude. Um, we all make mistakes. I think we tend to get on this like our high horse and think like, all right, folks, you know what I'm saying? Can't, can't they? I mean, when you're young, you make mistakes. They act like folks can't make mistakes. Folks can't live and learn from a situation. But Bree, I mean, Bree, just as you can hear, like he's a good dude. He just and he's humble enough to know, like, you know, it's it was on him. Like that's 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 a that's a that's a dope mentality to know that you it was on you. You were the one you you felt like you messed up in that situation. And he still wanna play ball. You know what I'm saying? Again, a Super Bowl champion, 31 years old, ain't 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 old, um, because able to play football. I, I would love to see that dude in the league getting the opportunity to do what he do, um, for real. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to Bashar Breland. Y'all, I am like getting it right now. I am so tired. But what I want to talk about while while I'm waiting on my next guest, Lake Lewis. I have like a whole 10 minutes was up though. I want to talk about the commanders though. I do want to talk about that. And I'll give you my 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 point of view before we get Lake on the show. Um, as you all know, uh the commanders, they fell. I mean, they fell to the Eagles uh 38 to 31. Um last Sunday, which resulted pretty much in Chase Young and Montez Sweat defensive ends being traded. Um, and my issue with it is, like, I, I understand trying to get compensation for Montez, for, uh, Montez and Chase. I get it because, they, you know, they're, they're, they're out of con- – their their contract is kind of died, you know, their contract situation. But <coughs> – excuse me. But – to me, you have it's to me. Like I feel like the players are being punished for Ron Rivera not not do, underachieving. To be honest with you, like if, if Ron Rivera did what he was supposed to do and made this team competitive, didn't fall to the Chicago Bears, didn't fall to the New York Giants, abysmal teams. Um, forget the teams that the Eagles games because those are that's a tough that's a tough that's a tough opponent. Forget those teams, but if he if he won the games he was supposed to win, I believe that Chase Chase Young and Montez Sweat would still be 
playing for the Washington Commanders. You know, and a lot of people want to say, oh man, like they don't need, they don't need, uh, they don't need uh, Chase and Montez, right? But they're still talented individuals. And I feel like they, they make your team better. Like when you're that talented, they make your team better. And as, as the season goes on, you see better competition. You're going to want a Chase a Young and Montez. Well, if you're, if you're trying to go to the postseason and contending for the postseason. Um, so, my opinion on that that situation is that I want I would love to see, like I would I would have wanted to see them stay, but I I just feel I but I get it though. Like I, I don't want to act like I don't get it. Like I get it. Like those dudes should have been traded in in the aspect of the way the season went. I don't blame Josh Harris. I mean Josh Harris. I think Josh Harris made the right decision. You know I think they should have been traded, um, because this team doesn't look like they're going to be able to go to the postseason. So and, and, and if and if a player is going to walk. That you trade them, right? Um, I thought that they would keep one of the two, but I can get it. Like I get it. You get a, you get a second and a third. Um, but at the end of the day, I just feel like the players Chase and Montez suffer for Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio not doing what they needed to do. Like if the season started today, um, I'm sorry, season. No, I'm sorry, not to start today. Excuse me. If before the season, if you had, if someone had told you, all right. Man, Washington's gonna give you a bunch of thirty, a, a couple of thirty point games, some four, some fourteen point, uh, some twenty point games. You would, and with a rookie quarterback, with that defense, you would say we gonna have a good record. We gonna have a solid record within the first eight games. You would say that, like you wouldn't say like the way this all, like the way this offense has been is better. It's been better than Scott Turner. You're gonna, you're gonna say, yeah, we should be better than, than three and five. Maybe we're five and three, right? You're gonna say we're five and three. The defense hasn't, the offense hasn't been the big problem. It's been the defense, right? It's been the defense in the way they call, when they, the way they call plays or whatnot. To me, the, the, the way they call plays and not adjust to do, we saw Emmanuel Forbes, bro, on A.J. Brown again. Like, we saw that. We ain't need to see that no more. We saw that. So, in my opinion, looking at, looking at Coach Rivera, I just feel like he hasn't had his team prepared this season. And now players like Montez and Chase Young have to suffer. I mean, Chase has been up there in the league in in, in pressures. Montez is up. Montez is one that is up there in pressures. Um, these dudes have been productive at what they did, as, at what they've done in Washington's defensive ends. So I personally would like to. I again, I would have liked for this team to win so they can keep them. But I understand, right? I understand. I, I get it. But it ain't. And they, it, I feel like Ron is getting off scot-free. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he should be – like, he should have been the first dude. And I'm going to talk about this with Lake when we get Lake on. But he should have been the first dude that was out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, he should have been – let me text Lake too, matter of fact. Sorry. Sorry, y'all. Like, he should have been the first dude that was out of here. Easily. Easily. Like, it shouldn't have been – Montez, it shouldn't have been Chase, like Chase first. If 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 Ron was the first dude fired, like first two, the first dude out of here, I would have been. I would have. I would have. I would have took that. Like I feel like Chase and Montez shouldn't have been the first two out. Like it should have been Ron fired, and now we're trading Chase and Montez. I would have. I would. I would accept it. I would accept it that. But it didn't happen that way. Montez is is gone, and. It, 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 it's Montez and Chase are gone and it sucks. Oh, and on the flip side, I do want to talk about something else too while I'm, while I'm like bantering. 
I want to say RIP to Bobby Knight, man. Bobby Knight passed passed today. I got the alert. I'm gonna miss Bobby Knight. I, I know it's not PC, right, to miss Bobby Knight, but I just think Bobby Knight was one of them, one of one of them, like the, those aggressive coaches. I know a lot of people be like, "Oh man, if Bobby if Bobby Knight had touched me like that in terms of like aggression, like strangling people or you know whatnot, he ain't strangle nobody. Y'all a little bit over, y'all just a little soft." I miss it. I would say good big ups to Bobby Knight, one of the best coaches, college coaches to ever do it. Um, he had to leave, he actually had to retire quite in, in coaching early because of the Bobby Knight stuff in terms of how mean and abusive the Bobby Knight was. I mean, whatever. I think we're in a soft generation. But Bobby Knight, big up, big ups to Bobby Knight. You know what I mean? Prayers up to his family. You know what I mean? I just think Bob, Bobby Knight is one of those, one of the guys that, you know, he made Indiana basketball important. Uh, I believe he went to Texas Tech. Um, after Indiana uh, and made that program half decent. Um, Bobby Knight is one of the best coaches, you know, and also he was, he was cool with man, big John, uh, John Thompson, you know what I'm saying? Like both those are hard coaches, coaches that are, are tough at what they do. So, <coughs> excuse me, big up to Bobby Knight, um, rest in peace, rest in paradise. Um, I wish I had a Bobby Knight story. I'm trying to think of think of one. I don't have a big Bobby. I'm a big East dude, so I don't have a big Bobby Knight story. All, all, all I never remember is Bobby Knight to throw the chairs in the middle of the floor. I thought that was pretty cool. I'm gonna lie to y'all. I thought that was pretty cool. Like I like mean coaches though. Like I can't speak for you all, but I like mean coaches. I think it's good to have a mean coach. It shows personality. A lot of y'all like are too soft. This generation is very, very soft. It could be better. And so that so in terms of now what else i'm still waiting on lake and i'm i'm running right now but it's okay um yeah let's go back to the commander so let's go back to the commander talk um also i don't like I, I don't like i'm going back to chase i don't like and i've said this before on x i don't like the narrative that is portrayed with chase um like local the local market and the local media how they talk about chase um it's really annoying um because there's players that i felt like in this area who've played and who's been good and no knock on them but they've done similar things to chase that chase young has done in terms of we should not being disciplined um over pursuing not working in unison with their defensive line one of them had a bunch of sacks that folks love uh i used to see it all the time on read option plays so I just feel like people tend to overanalyze a defensive end. Some of y'all who haven't played the sport or haven't played a sport, like y'all overanalyze it. Thing I think it's kind of hilarious. Like you think you know what you're talking about, but you really don't. And I would I would argue to say that you should play and you should play that position or play the sport or play the position. Not, not even at a high level, just to see if you can really do what you that you preach. You know what I mean? So I just feel like a lot of folks, and I've seen I've seen screenshots, I've seen pictures of these individuals. I've in terms, dude, I've seen some individuals on the radio that look like they never played a sport in their lives, and they dissect these dudes like they know that they can do what they do or have the mental or have the mental the mental makeup to do that on a dime when you're playing that sport. Like you know what I mean? Like it's hard, it's one thing to to play a sport, but it also is to have to have that quick trigger in your brain, like, oh, I got to do this right here and do it fast, right, without slowing yourself down and being in rhythm. So I just think that a lot of folks, sometimes y'all just talk out your ass and it's like, y'all don't even know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? But again, if you like somebody, you you go with a narrative. If you don't like somebody, you go with another narrative. That's what I've learned about some of, some of the folks who cover, who, uh, who 
or even content creators, radio station folks, whatever. When they talk, when when they like somebody, they go all in. If they don't, they go all in a different route, like all in on a negative route. So I'm just, I don't want to call any names out. So I'm trying to be real nice and, and being professional, but some of y'all need to stop. Like y'all need to really stop because you can see it. Like you can see the hate. And the hate is annoying. Like, just appreciate the sport, appreciate the player, and we—it's it's all good. You know what I mean? It's all good. So, like that chase stuff, and I'm gonna talk about it in, in detail when I when I when I get late on the show. But it needs to stop. Like, you had that man father call the radio station. That's how bad you know we need to stop. That man father called the radio station to talk about why a radio station is talking talking sideways about about his son. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's when you know, like, all right, y'all taking it to a different level. Because I think criticism is is, 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 is is respected if it's not, if it's consistent. Like, if it's consistent. Or, like, if it's it's consistent on other elements, not just one person. It's, it's fair. Like, if you're consistent, if you tend to omit one person making mistakes, but like to harp on one person, then we know there's a grudge. Or, or you have a, you have a, you have your own motive. Um, but yeah, if you, if you continue to continue to do that with Chase Young, um, and now he's out of here. So I, I wonder who you're going to choose who's the next person going to be. I'm kind of hearing it with EB and I'm like, all right, this man has improved your defense. And I mean, your offense, excuse me, he's improved your offense and people are still talking sideways about excuse me, talking sideways about EB. Some of y'all need to stop. It's not, it's not cool. It ain't, it ain't respectable. I just need y'all to keep it, keep it, keep it all the way 100 and just, and just say what you are. If you don't like the dude, just say you don't like the dude. For real. If you don't like, like, if you don't like EB, just say you don't like EB too. Cause I, some of y'all, like y'all, I hear folks saying like this offense ain't good. I'm like, bro, did y'all have Scott Turner? Y'all seen, y'all seen what time it is with Scott Turner? This offense ain't good. You've had Scott again. You've had Scott Turner. This offense is way better than what you've had before. I need y'all to show show respect. Like EB, he's one of them. He's definitely one of them. <laughs> right now, I'm watching the Wizards game too as well. Wizards are down to the Atlanta Falcons, Atlanta Hawks, <laughs> 50 to 59. So to give you a, a brief update, but yeah, I guess we could talk about the wait while we're waiting on late. Uh, we could talk about the, uh, the, I guess the Patriots game. We could talk about the Patriots game while I'm waiting on late before we talk about Chase and Montez for real. If you if you're tuning out, I want to get get with y'all get y'all opinions. Um, who if Washington gets blown out by the Patriots, do you think Ron loses his job? I think that's a fair question to ask. Like if they get if he is blown out by the Patriots, do you think Ron loses his job? Because I'm on the side of thinking like if he if the Washington gets blown out by the Patriots. Ron may not be the coach of the Washington Commanders anymore. We've already we, we've already seen what's happened with in, with the Raiders with Josh McDaniels. 
we got late. Oh, he's coming in now. All right, yes, yeah, Lake's about to come in. What happened with Josh McDaniels? Um, and Josh McDaniels, Josh McDaniels uh, got fired by the Raiders last night, or uh, maybe early this morning for real. Um, and he should never have a head coaching job ever in life. That's one. That's nepotism is finest. Like Tom Brady's gotten you a job, Bill Belichick's gotten you a job, and you continue to get jobs. And we were and Eric, and folks keep saying Eric Bieniemy can't be a head coach. That crap. Um, that crap annoys me, right? But like, but it's 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 safe to say. Like, if Ron gets blown out against the, against the Patriots, I think you know EB has a good opportunity to be the head coach or interim head coach, or maybe they'll give it to Jack Del Rio. Hopefully not. But I think it's, a, it's an opportunity for EB to be a head coach. I just want to get what y'all what, what your thoughts are. If you're listening to if you're listening, let me know if your thoughts are that all right. If EB can um if uh Coach Rivera. I mean, if the uh, commanders get blown out by the Patriots, have a bad outing, would Rivera be fired? I think it's a possibility. I kind of do. I think it's a possibility. I think he can definitely he'll definitely have he can definitely lose his job if that happens. It's a lot on there's a lot on the line for Ron Rivera. Just think there's a lot on the line. That Patriots game, you got Bill Belichick. How and how he how he coaches up against the rookie quarterback. This is a rookie quarterback. Uh, this is also pressure on Eric Bieniemy, of course. Um, you got you know because you got to scheme up something to make life easy for Sam. Um, and regardless of what the record says, you're going to you're going to Foxborough. Um, you're going to, you're taking on you're taking on a Bill Belichick team. So you know, in terms of being detail oriented, typically they're detail oriented. So it, it should be a t- it sh- it could it should be a difficult game for the for the Washington Commanders to win. Um, should be a difficult game for the commanders to win. But yeah, I feel like it's a situation where uh coach like uh uh there's pressure on Ron. There's definitely pressure on Ron to win this to win that football game. Um and then you want to see players step up in that game. You want to see a Terry McLaurin step up after you know a bad, I won't say a bad outing, but two drop passes that I, you know, I felt you know, we all know he's probably biting them, he's probably hitting himself over what happened with those two cat those those two cat these those two opportunities to make big grabs. I guess the Philadelphia Eagles, which, which could have led to a touchdown or who knows, could have led to something special. Um, and I'm sure he's, you know, he's kicking himself for that. And I expect him to go against the Patriots and um and play well. Uh, also, in terms of like even looking into that game, I expect – oh, we got my guy Lake. All right, so we got my man Lake. All right, let me introduce my guest. I know y'all are sick of him be talking because I've been talking for a while. And I usually don't like talking that long, especially when I'm dealing with this cold. I'm like Magic Johnson. With the with Maddie Johnson with playing with HIV and whatnot, like I'm I'm that thorough. All right, hold on. Right now we have Sports Journeys, Washington Commanders reporter. Let me let me let me play my man's highlight. Lake Lewis Jr. on the line on the show. Excuse me. Let me let me uh welcome Lake in. What is good, Lake? Can you hear me, Lake? I can't hear you though. Hold on. We can Lake hear me. All right, I can I can see Lake, but I can't hear. Hello, I think there I, we, I can hear you now. Yeah, we good. All right, we my good. God, Lake. Yeah. All right, we good now. We here. We ready to I rock had to and roll. Get my my earbuds was picking it up. Okay, cool. My man, my man. What's I said, Lake, what, what's going on, bro? We like you know. I'm, I'm glad to have you on, but I've been waiting to get you on, bro, because 
this news, man, this news. All right, let me get into it. I talked about it a little earlier, but the Commanders traded Montez Sweat to the Bears for a 24 for a 2024 second rounder and Chase Young to the Niners for a third rounder. Did did in your opinion, did the Commanders do the right do right for their organization? You know, I might have to say yes if yeah, you yeah. don't think that you were getting the value from those players that you were ultimately going to have to pay. Yeah. Now, I will be the first to say if they thought they were going to get, you know, top dollar because that's what the Bosa's of the world and some of these other great edge rushers get, they're not them. Yep. <laughs> and so if that's the case, um, listen, you know, when I was going out and I said um, with uh, Natalie and myself on ABC, we, we were talking after the game, uh, you know, on the postgame show, and, we, and I was like, look, um, they're not trading these two guys. And at the time, it was because we were being told the teams were offering for Montez a third and for Chase maybe a fourth or something. And I was mm-hmm. like, no way they're going to do that. Yeah. Even they couldn't be that dumb. But <laughs> Chicago to offer a second? Listen, man, that's a high second round pick. That's a high second, yeah. Chicago's not good. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, at that point, I probably would have had to have said, you know what? Um, we might need to do that, but only with the caveat that you were going to have a new coach yeah. <laughs> and new and new front office. Of course, of course. So if that's the case, why are they still here? <laughs> Look, I've been see. All right, so my issue has been, and I said this, I said this earlier, and we said this when I was talking to you on the phone. Um, I just don't like what it represents. I feel like. You're trading two guys who are having, in, in terms of like analytics and you know pressures and whatever, haven't really are having good seasons. Um, Chase is mm-hmm. ranking up there with some of them past some of the elites in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as pressures, as, as far as pressures, yeah. right? Yes. Um, forty-one so, on the year, huh? Forty-one. On the That's year. a lot. That's a lot, mm-hmm. right? And even some people break down him beating his guy one-on-one consistently, right? Um, but so all right, so all of that, but you you trade those dudes only because it's not because of the play, right? It's not because of the play. You're trading them because of the end all be all of the record, and that's yeah. three and five, and losing poor, piss poor games against the playing piss poor games against the Giants and the Bears. I'm, let me let me, I'll, I'll isolate those two games because those two games are were supposed to be highly winnable. Like those are games you mark up as, and I, I know there's no easy easy wins in the NFL. But if mm-hmm. you're going to say there's a, those are wins, those two are, are supposed to be wins for you, right. and you lost those ga- those games, which right. is instead of you being five and three, you're three and five, right. going into a going into a game a stretch where you're going to see teams like the 49ers and, and so forth and so forth. So I understand the I understand the ownership team saying like you know what we got to trade some of these players they make one of the, they ain't going to be here one ain't definitely going to be here and the second and we can probably get value for the other one right. Right. So I get that. Like, I understand that. But I, I, to your point, like, I feel like if 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 it's all in fairness and all in fairness and in fairness, Ron should have been the first one gone. And then you could have traded the other two. I don't like that. Ron gets to still stay and say, you know what? I'm coaching. I'm a coach. My, I'm a coach. My team, whatever. I feel like Ron should have Ron should be gone. We didn't see that. We seen it. We seen a example happen earlier this morning or late last night with like the, for the for the for Vegas. For Vegas coach McDaniels, we see what happened with McDaniels and the GM, by the way, gone and the GM the- and the GM. So, in my opinion, like, yeah, like they can he can go, like, he can definitely go. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it to me, to be making these type of moves mid-season, normally that's when you do name an interim coach. Yes. And I, and I just keep going back to Eric E.B. saying – a lot of fans are like he hasn't proven that he can call an offense yet. Don't don't do that. Don't don't do, don't that. do that don't because do that. that's the one unit on this team that you see improvement. Um, I, I mean, come on, man. I know the Giants <laughs> game was bad. It really was bad. Yeah, um, it was. But that was just top to bottom. But you see, yeah. they they bounce back the following week. Exactly. You just have to be consistent. But I think if anybody were to ask, is he developing Sam Howell? Yeah, he's doing a really good job developing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Get that man his flowers for that. But this the other thing. You don't know what you have. You gotta find out. And this is the best scenario because if he if it doesn't work, then you cut your tall, you cut your losses and you and you go out and you get new people across the board. But let's just say he galvanizes the team. Now I'm not saying the offense starts to look like the Chiefs. But, I mean, you just start to see the defense play better and guys play harder, yeah. which means it's an embodiment of your coach because, nice. I, you know, I'm taking heat for calling out Ron. But I just, look, I got a job to do. And my thing is this. Ron Rivera, classy dude, brought a lot of professionalism to this outfit. He uh-huh. truly has. But from an X's and O's standpoint, that ain't it, man. It's just not. Yeah. And the only problem I have with the Chase and, and Montez trades, I think they got really good return for their for their for yeah. the trades, and I'm okay with, you know, doing it over with some different players. But you better get the right people in to make these picks. Yes, that's another thing. But my biggest gripe I have with this is it had the look of making guys out to be scapegoats. That's my problem. And, that I, is and it. I have a they're doing it. They're doing it. I truly it. do. Yes. Yeah. They're doing that. They're doing it. I'm. You're hearing. Uh, you're hearing a report. On Chase, uh, he wasn't disciplined, and I just don't, I don't like it. I don't, I think it's nasty work. I mean, you knew that when you got him from Ohio State. Yeah. That, no offense. Yeah. I knew that coming yeah. out of Ohio State, that he was a bit of a freelancer. Yeah. You know, and everybody knew that, but he had raw talent. Yeah. So, okay, so you're saying that your coaching methods did not resonate with him in any way, shape, or form to get him to play within the system. Yep. Maybe because he didn't believe in what the system was asking him to do. I don't know. I'm just, I'm not saying I know those answers. Yeah. But come on, man. You coach. I've yeah, coached. Yeah, we both played college ball. I mean, come on, man. It, it's, it's, it, it, it's not a one way street here, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's two things that were happening. Maybe Chase was freelancing. Maybe Chase wasn't, wasn't doing everything they asked him to do. But then on the other side, they're not asking him to do some good things. Yes. <laughs> so, it's two things. Yeah, to me, it's like it's it's this is it's basic to me. It's the basic fundamentals of sports in terms of when you're a coach. Like you said, you knew what you drafted. Like you know who he was, right? And that's when that's when you coach and tailor your game plan to help him out. Like what I mean by that is like let him to a point where he can go hunt rather than worried about worry about okay he hasn't right, staying right, in his lane. Right. He's not staying disciplined in his pass in terms of his pass rush. Then then work on something to make sure he can go at it. Like. Marty Schottenheimer did that with LeVar. He sure yeah, did. Yeah, but his him and his unit did it with LeVar. Um, you can do it. Like, and and to me, I feel like, and I could be wrong, but this is my opinion. I feel like this this regime, in terms of the we'll use Jack Del Rio because he's the defensive coordinator. Like, their defense is more predicated on inside guys getting pressure than the outside guys getting pressure. Like, they're more cool with the inside guys rushing up the field to get pressure. 
typically when you're watching on any front any front four your, your premier guys are your edges here they want to highlight they highlight their tackles it's cool i'm not these are good tackles they are great tackles but mm-hmm. i feel like they just want workhorsemen not stud players on the ends because the ends are always if, if you have a, ta- a a super talented end they're going to do whatever it takes to get pressure on the quarterback they're not going to say hey i have to stay in my lane no this i can get to the quarterback this way Say you think Michael Parsons is worried worried about fits or standing and standing well, stand. but, see, that's, but see that's the other thing too. Yeah, you know, speaking speaking of a Michael Parsons, I'm not gonna yeah. do it to you tonight. I'm yeah. not. I'm not, gonna say, <laughs> I'm not gonna say we are, but you know, I mean I mean, look though, look at how they use him. That's what I'm saying. They put him everywhere. everywhere. They 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 move maneuver him and, and, and put him and hide him and listen. They don't do that with this defense here. Yeah. It's it's you know where they're lining up. You know where exactly where they're going to be on the field. If I know that and you know that, and most of the fans out there watching know that, don't you think the other coordinators are going to know that? Exactly. So, so I'm just saying, you know, I just I just really feel like the scheme. You know, some people can say, "Well, it was working last year." Blah blah blah. Okay. Well, this is the other thing I have. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have the right guys out on the field at the right times and. Yep. I'm going to say this, and I don't care how it's taken. A couple years back, you had Jeremy Reeves and Cam Curl as your safeties, and it was was working. It was working. For whatever reason, they felt like they needed to go out and make a bigger splash or whatever. But all I'm saying is sometimes you can see something that's working. Why tamper with it? (laughs) Oh, mm-hmm. but it's to show everybody you're the smartest people in the rooms. And and nobody cares about that stuff no more because because we know you're not because we see yeah. what the teams are doing on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So all I'm saying is just put guys in the right positions. Let guys play to their strengths. Why are you putting this kid, Kendall? Uh, I'm sorry, I was going to say Kendall Fuller. He's not Matt, a kid. Yeah, a man, Why are you going to put Emmanuel Forbes out there on A.J. Brown again? And he just got roasted a couple weeks ago. That's not saying that he will never be able to cover A.J. Brown. Agreed, We're agreed. just saying in 2023, that he may ready. not look right now for yeah, him. Yeah, and, yeah. You, and you put him out on the island in the red zone of all places, it's just not a good look, man. And, and again, they're going to say, guys got to do their job. They're going to hang a sign up over the locker room. Guys got to do, do your job. To me, I, I, you know me, man, mm-hmm. former, former guy, former players, man. We're gonna mm-hmm. side with the players all day. Oh yeah, it's gonna side with players all, all day, day, every day. It's just, every just, day. just the way I'm wired. Yeah. And I don't want my coaches talking to me like that because that's like incriminating my play. Yeah, it's condescending. Saying, what it's are condescending. you doing though? Yeah. Like, cause you know, you you the main man. I can't yeah. I can't rebuke what you're telling me, but mm-hmm. you're not putting me in good spots. And that needs to be addressed. It absolutely has to be addressed. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you this. This is the last question I'm going to ask you like, before I let you go. Um, how would you. All right. So if this team gets blown out by the Patriots, mm. does Ron mm. lose his job ASAP? No. Okay. I'm going to tell you what I think what the scenario could be. if he, <laughs> In order for Ron Rivera to lose his job in season, I mm-hmm. think what would have to happen is. You'd have to lose Sunday against the Patriots in New England and and Foxborough. And then you have to travel out to Seattle the next week and lose in Seattle. And then you might be able to make the enemy your interim coach because you have a bye. And the next game after that bye is at home against the Giants. 
you, you don't want to put them in the fray against a playoff caliber team like Seattle on the mm. road. Nah, you 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 would you would hold on to Ron. But if they lose these next two games, it's going to be interesting as far as with that bye coming. What's what's yeah. going to happen? The, the only reason I say that is why. The only reason I kind of think he could is because it's the same discussion. I, it can't get any worse. No, it can't. <laughs> That's why. But, but you don't yeah. want to. You don't want to put somebody who's never been a head coach in yeah, a position where it starts off at worst. <laughs> you know, yeah, I just kind of want to give him a yeah. little bit of light at the end of the time. No, so I get you. you I just, so, so you I, do it at home. You do it no. at home after two weeks, and you got two weeks of preparation of your game plan mm-hmm. as a coach and see what happens. No, I'm with you. I kind of, yeah, I'm with, I'm with you. I agree with you. I want you to know I do agree with you. Okay. I'm just like, like when you see like the presser after the the after the um the Eagles game about not challenging. I'm thinking my mind is like, dude, you just, you so far behind as a coach right now that EB could just already rock that better than you can. Like that's my mindset is like. The the thing is we're in the press box like this, man, because every player on the sidelines was. Yeah, I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. So there has to be somebody that can call down and say, coach, throw your flag out. But it's nothing. And that that play was critical, man. It it, it was a critical moment in the game. It's I don't know, man. You know, again, I'm not in. I'm not trying to bash Ron. He's done some great stuff here. He really oh, has. But, but but X's and O's is <laughs> not. It's not there. It's just not. Yeah. And there's some gas, man. <laughs> that make you make you wonder has things passed past passed them by. You know, you you do wonder that. Yeah, definitely. Hey, hey, Lake. Before I let you go, how can folks catch you on social media and catch catch your content anywhere, bro? Uh, well, you know, you can go on uh, on social media on Twitter at, uh, or X now, you know. I know. At, uh, <laughs> right. Lake Lewis. And, uh, <laughs> IG really pushing up my IG quite a bit now. So you can go there and get a little bit more in depth. I see, I, see, I, see the, I see the model pictures. You got it. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, stop. <laughs> hey, man, I was asked to do that for my opportunity. Oh, oh I see you, bro. I see you. I see you. You know, so you. yes, so no, I, you know, definitely go to the IG at uh, Lake Lewis Jr. Same thing on Facebook for the old heads like me. Yeah. I talked to all my all my old grade school friends on, on Facebook. So, yes, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> and then, of course, you can go to sportsjourney.com, myself, and a lot of really great, talented people doing some good stuff. And then, you know, sometimes you, you check me out on uh, on ABC, uh, WJLA is the uh, team insider, and, uh, you know, with, with Scott and, and my girl Natalie on there. So, yeah, man. Yeah. And what about Mondays? You're still doing stuff on Mondays, right? Well, Monday, I'm, I'm, I should be finding out tomorrow for okay. this Monday at Hard Rock, right? Hard Rock Cafe. And uh, okay. got a big guest, man. Big guest. So we just got to lock it up by tomorrow. But I think it's going to go down and you'll love the guest for sure. All right. So you hear it, folks. Monday, Hard Rock, D.C. Y'all know what time it is. <laughs> all right. All right, Lake. All right, Lake, man. Appreciate you, my man. All right, man. We got to right. get that tequila. <laughs> yeah, oh, yo, shots. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. You speaking my, my language. Still burning from that. Hey, yo, you speaking baby. my language. You speaking my language. <laughs> All right, my All right. friend. All right, appreciate Lake. you, bro. All I right, appreciate man. you, man. Definitely do. <laughs> hey, Lake Lewis, man. Lake is an amazing person, man. Hope, yeah, man. I, I hope Lake is. Well, I, I kind of want a very jog. I want him gone. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I want him. I want him gone ASAP. They get blown out. I want him out. Like out now. Like right now. All right, man. It's time to talk Wizards. Basketball. Let me introduce our next guest. Out, and I'm gonna play this clip. Yes, you can see right here. My my next guest has is a is the host of Lock 
on Wizards Podcast. I want to introduce to you my man, Brandon Scott. What's going on, Brandon, man? What's good with you, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. And welcome to the Urban Sports Team, bro. Like, this, I'm, I'm boosted to have you, man. Have you on, man. This is I want to chop up the Wizards. You know, I just started, like, this season going to games and covering, and I, and, I, and I saw your pod. I was like, man, I want to chop it up because I have thoughts about this squad. I have a bunch of thoughts about this squad. Uh, so, so far for you, and like this t- tonight, they're down to the Hawks. They're in the ATL. Then they've, they've been pretty competitive compared to what they were against the Celtics. No, what, yeah. are you, what are your thoughts? So, f- well, first off, before I do all that, tell all our listeners about your podcast. Oh, Locked on Wizards, man. <clears throat> Excuse me, man. My voice is coming back. I was yelling at the Eagles fans on FedEx, man, on Sunday. Oh, so man. you did so, too? Okay, so you want to Oh, yeah, I did. That's stressful. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, man. <laughs> Locked on Wizards, man. Uh, me and my co-host, uh, the real Ed Oliver, he covers Commander's content too, man. Awesome. Uh, you know, we we haven't got the ball, man. Um, you know, obviously, it's kind of different for us this year, man, because we're going from an era where it was, you know, Bradley Bill era is kind of ending to a whole mm-hmm. new faces, man. You know, uh-huh. for the longest, we saw, you know, John Wall, Bradley Bill. Now, whole new yeah. faces. You know, Jordan Poole, Kyle Kuzma taking the lead. So, yeah, it's it's interesting, man. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of, like, so how can folks catch your pod? Like, where where is it, oh. like, going? Yeah, yeah. Oh, how can you catch your pod? Mm-hmm. Oh, wherever you get your podcast, man, we're available anywhere, you know, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcast. But on YouTube, man, um, if you want to see our, you know, our faces, man, you definitely uh, yeah. see us on YouTube. Oh, that that all right. So let's talk about this what this wizard squad. Okay, so you mentioned well since you went to that way with Bradley Bill. Were you the biggest Bradley? Because because I wasn't. I'm gonna go lie. I wasn't the biggest Bradley Bill supporter. Were you a big Bradley Bill supporter? Man, it's and look, man, I gave Brad Bill a lot of smoke last year. <laughs> um, look, man, as a as a backcourt mate with John Wall, yeah. love Brad, man. Got but you. I agree. I was never a believer of him being the guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, and to me. Trying to make him the guy year in and year out to me just wasted so many years. Where we could have started a rebuild three years ago, but every year is like, no, it's gonna be different. You know, he's not gonna dribble the ball off his foot this year, I man. You know, so it's you know, it's sad to see him the Bradley Bill era in the way it was, but you can kind of foresee it when it started because yeah. he was never that guy. Yeah, and especially not that guy to give a supermax to. So. Yeah, I felt, always felt they did John Wall dirty, but that's a whole different. Oh yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> uh, like I just feel like if you're going to, to your point, if you're going to supplant John Wall, wait for somebody after Bradley Bill. Yeah, like, yeah. like I feel like because this team, regardless of what you, whatever, it, whatever your opinions of, of John Wall, this team is way more competitive with John Wall running running the ship. To be honest with you, so. Uh, well, let's get into like this new age Wizards team because it's like it's, it's it's hard. Like it's hard. It's hard to it's a, it's interesting because it's fresh, but it's but in terms of everything you learned about basketball, it's weird. It's a yeah. weird brand of basketball. So I want to get your thoughts. What is your thoughts in the, within the first three games of this season so far? Um, well, now four. Looking at this game right now, what are your thoughts on the tandem of Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma? Ah, uh, I mean, as far as entertainment value, they're going to be entertaining to watch. Yeah. But then you mm-hmm. know they're going to have those off games too. Yeah. You know, because efficiency obviously is not the name of the game, but either one of them, they're going to get the yeah. shots up. Uh, Jordan Poole is going to have a little bit of maturity. Um, it, you know, looking at him, you know, the um, trying to be fancy and getting blocked. You know, yeah. <laughs> you don't see a lot of that. But you know, looking at you know him coming over from Golden State, you know, with the whole Draymond Green thing, he could have clapped yeah. back. He didn't. <laughs> you know, he let it go. You know, he kind of let the people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, 
I don't think he don't. I don't think he wanted. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he wanted that smoke, man. You know, I don't think it's just because that. And and no, not I. I to your point, I do think he's showing some class. So I don't want to act like act ignorant, but I don't think he that video messed. Yeah, that video was damning. <laughs> it's just damning. That's all. It's just damning. I get like yeah. It's just damning. It's the video that it was what's damning. But go ahead, man. I'm sorry I cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, you good, man. I mean, he definitely hit a nerve. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think he was ready to get on that plane and go to DC, man. But yeah. now, nah, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be a it's a learning process, man, because you can't really call this year one of the rebuild because uh-huh. you know you got a mix of a of a roster where you have young guys trying to get that playing time as opposed to veteran guys on expiring deals who want to get exposed so they can get moved at the deadline. Uh-huh. So we always say on the, on the cast, man, it's kind of like you know BC and AD. It was kind of like before the deadline, after the deadline. Uh-huh. You know, you're gonna see a different lineup after the deadline. You're gonna see you know Blau get more minutes. Um, yeah. Where does Johnny really fit? So, you know, is Tyus, is he going to be the guy at point going forward? Because a lot of people are calling for Jordan Poole to be that guy. But, you know, with the turnovers, the inefficiency, he ain't there yet. So there's a lot yeah. of questions, man. I like I like Bilal. I do. I do like yeah. Bilal. I think he's – I think it's going to be – and I had this conversation with my co-host who's, who's out. But it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how Bilal can grow – with Kuzma and Poole on the roster. Because it reminds me of, like I'm old enough to remember, it reminds me of when LeBron came to Cleveland the first time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when, when, as a rookie. That's the first time. As a rookie. And um, and Ricky Davis was on the squad. And Ricky Davis ain't care about LeBron. He didn't care if you was anointed him. He didn't care. Like, he was like, I'm going to get my shots. I don't care who you are. And they traded him away. <laughs> and Ricky Davis averaged over 20. You know, they traded him away. So, and, and Ricky Davis was a junk shooter. Like he would, he there was no shot that Ricky Davis ain't like. You know what I mean? And with no shot, he ain't like. And it reminds me of this situation where you got Bilal, who I do think he plays the right way. He's not a gunner. He plays the right way. He plays defense. Um, he's still trying to find his way in the league in terms of off his offensive game. And so I'm interested to see, like, in the in the in the long run, like to your point, in the long run, is that you is Bilal with Kuzma and Pool something that they can work with. Or is it something that eventually they're just gonna have to they have to build um they're gonna have to build the they're gonna build equity into those two to a point where they can trade them? Yeah, I mean that's a good question, man. Um, I think Kyle Kuzma, <laughs> if you look at the contract, was definitely a contract that was geared up to be an asset to, to trade yeah. eventually. Mm-hmm. eventually. You know, yeah. if you look at Jordan Poole, I think they're at the process where they're kind of filling them out, see if it could be that piece part, yeah. you know, part of the foundation going forward. But you no, know, he's they may be trying to drive his value up, you know what yeah. I mean? So, um, but with Bilal, man, I, I look defensively, he's a dog, and yeah. we said a long time we need more dogs in DC, man. I agree, um, he's definitely a dog in the defensive end. His offensive game is going to come along. I mean, he mm-hmm. definitely needs to work on the release of the shot, slow, slow. release. Yeah, I saw that yeah. too. Yeah, he's got to work on it, man. And if you, you know, I don't know if you know this, man, but he's got to learn to kind of create his own shot, you know, he's kind of yeah. dependent on other people's feeding him. So, you know, you know, take a look at it, man. You know, when he gets the ball, especially at the top of the key, he's very hesitant to drive. Very, so I very. want him to get kind of that mentality, the scores mentality, which will come along. He's a young guy, 18 years old, 19 at this point. His wingspan is 7'3". Yeah. I mean, he's still growing. And, uh-huh. But it's definitely going to be a long-term project. But I think really, I think the fit to look at long-term is how can he fit next to Denny Avia? Because obviously, they, you know, they they, 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 they Denny that bag. So, yeah. Denny it's gonna be interesting. The Denny thing interests me too. Though I will give Denny credit. I feel like Denny has improved on his corner three. His, his three. I think his three. His three ball looks better. Yeah. The games I've been to, and even today, he looks more accurate in terms of shooting the three ball. 
I just need I need Denny Denny to be tougher. That's just all. I just need Denny to be tougher. I just need Denny to be a little tougher. Yeah. And I need Denny to like I feel like I'm trying to gauge if he really worked on his left hand. Um, is his left hand better? Cause I can't tell. He still always goes right. But but I know that's something he to me, which annoyed the hell out of me, is that he's been in the league for like what three years now? His yeah. third year, his third year or fourth year? year. His fourth year. year right now, right? Yeah. And his and he's still his left hand is suspect to me. And he's a yeah. ball handler. That's what bothers me. Um, but I mean, he's interesting. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not a fan of keeping him over Rui. Um, I wasn't a fan of that. Um, yeah. But I do get it. Like I understand, um, like you know what he brings to the table because he can defend. Denny can defend. I think that's something fair to say. Denny can defend. Uh, he plays with effort. Um, but I do like that. To your point, Bilal and Denny is a good match. It's a it's a good pairing to me. I think it's a really good pairing. Honestly, I think. If Bilal could take his game to the next level of being um, a 20-point scorer and a good def- – I mean, he's going to be a good defender. I think that's a guarantee. Him being the defender, is that's a guarantee. Yeah. Um, but be, taking his game to the next level as a 20-point as a scorer, I think once he does that – but even – it's wild because I was doing my research on Bilal uh, prior to the draft when I was hearing that, that the Wizards may you know, draft and I was doing my research and for the show, and I, and I was um, – I didn't want to act like I didn't know what nothing about this dude because I don't watch Frank. I don't <laughs> watch European basketball. I don't. So I'm gonna keep the buck. So I went. I went on YouTube and looked at every looked at a lot of games and seeing what he does and what he doesn't do. It's what I do like about him, and I think you mentioned he has a dog. I like that about him. He has a dog. Um, but his it's wow that his shot being slow has always been that's always been a thing. Yeah. Like and you know and he has gotten his jumper has gotten better. If you look at him at the age of like 17 or something to that like to now his shot's gotten better. But it's always been slow. So I wonder, is that something they can fix? I mean, they're going to have to fix it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, yeah. Yeah, I think his shot will come along. But he's got to put the work in, man. You know, but, yeah. but I mean, looking at Denny, here's the thing with him. Because we talked about Kyle Kuzman and his contract, how it was yeah. front-loaded. And it's kind of, you know, team-friendly as far as they can move it for the assets. Same thing, same thing with Denny. Yeah. I mean, with this front office, man, they didn't draft him. You know, yeah. I think the, the contract was more for a peace of mind. Same thing uh-huh. with West Sunset, man. Look, West Sunset, they gave them op- that option, but uh-huh. he can still get fired, man. True. Like, they, you know, they gave him peace of mind, but I think everybody on this roster, except for Blount, is playing, if they're playing for a job, because Daniel yeah, Gafford, is he that guy at the five? You know what I mean? And he's going to like the him. first. Yeah, I like Gaff too, man, but I he's like just him. against your bigger bigs, like your MBs, man, he, he struggles. And your more athletic guys, man, he just struggles. The foul issues, yeah. you know, yeah. does he add that next piece to his offensive repertoire you know what i mean so there's a lot of questions man a lot of people are playing you know fighting for that contract or to be part of the future so i don't think anybody's untradeable i agree with that i don't think anybody's untradable other than Bilal, to your point Bilal's untradable other than Bilal, i think i agree with you i think anybody i don't think anybody's untradable so so are you so like back to it though so like for me i'm I'm like a lot of you that tandem of of, of kuzma and, and, and pull it rubs me the wrong way in all my basketball. <laughs> like I coach ball and play ball. Like I, I, I was sat and watched that. When I watched that Celtics game, I was just, I was disgusted. Like <laughs> I felt like Jordan Poole made, made basketball a joke on on, on on Monday. Like I was watching him and him try and go one on one, which against Drew Holiday, and I'm like, that let me know right now that you're not the guy that they need you to be. Because the way you're trying to go at Drew Holiday, it's it's different levels of defense, bro. Like yeah. you can't, that won't work against Drew. Like you trying to do, like Drew will strap that twenty four seven. Like you thinking <laughs> that thing gonna work 
going behind the back, trying to bring it back to the front, step back, play with the ball a little bit around Drew, they ain't working. Like, that's a different breed of defense, bro. Like, we all watch ball. Like, we watch ball. Somebody play ball. Like, you know that the great scores, they're setting you up for something. Like, they're yeah. setting you up. Yeah. Like, what she was doing in that pit, in that Celtics game wasn't setting up anything. Like, you were just try, trying to shake them. Like, you weren't doing anything to set something up. Like, it's wild. Like, listening to, um, like, Kyrie Irving talk about how he practices dribbles to do a counter because it's like it's like boxing. Like, he's trying to find a counter yeah. to whatever, how you defend him. Like, because Poole got handled, so I'm not going to say he don't got handled. Like, he got handled, but it's like he's just playing with the ball and not making a move. I was not a fan. I go like, I watched that game. I was like, I was at the game, was watching. I was like, yo, what is this? I don't even know. Like, I, I know the Celtics are good, but you're, the way you're playing ball is like not NBA basketball. Like, this is like awesome. No disrespect to the, to the G League, but Jesus, bro, this is like awesome. <laughs> Like you playing ball like you're trying to be in the G League or something. So like the tandem, I will say this. I do feel like and I like like I mean I cover the team. I grew up, I'm a Laker fan, I grew up a Laker fan. Like my Matt Johnson is my favorite player of all time. Um, so but I will say, like, I've watched Kuz. Like I've watched yeah. Kuz draft him. And I will say that there is some maturity with Kuzma. I do feel like he is like if you if they I do like him in the tandem. If the Wizards wanted to trade, like if a player had value to a winning team. It'd be Kyle Kuzma. And I wouldn't say that. And it's wild. I wouldn't have said that a year yeah. ago. But watching him this year uh, with no Perzingis, with no Bradley Bill, it's like he's taking he's taking complete ownership. And I like it. I do like it. Oh, same here, man. I mean, I he's really came into his own in DC. But mm-hmm. I mean, comparing the eras, man, it's like, you know, it's it's like hip hop. I'm a, I'm a hip hop head, man. Yeah, Old okay, school. Yeah, yeah. You know, I grew up a Tribe Car Quest gangstar, yeah, 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 Rock yeah. him, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So there was a time when that was like, you know, there was just some, you had to put some skill into it, man. Like, yes. You watch DJ Premier on turntables, man. It's art form. You know yes. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where now it's kind of like you got all these little machines where it's like, you know, auto <laughs> and all, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Got you. Back in the day, there was some skill involved. You know, the fundamentals <laughs> of, you know, pivot foot, you know, that, how to actually do a pick and roll. Where mm-hmm. now it's more athleticism. You know, everybody yeah. likes the dunks. And so now true. with Stephen Curry, like everybody likes the logo threes. Yeah. So it's just a different time because I coach a little bit too, man. And that's yeah. the biggest thing with kids is that every kid wants to be that guy to dunk. Oh my god, nobody knows how to you know do a pivot. So Not you know what I mean? So it's just it's a different game now, man. Everyone wants to jack a three, and then they don't they don't even work on trying to work 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 on their follow-through at a oh, initially so they can so they can be able to jack that the deep three. They don't know you start you master your follow-through, then you're able to shoot it effortlessly. So it's it's amazing. I feel like it's a like, yeah, I've had this issue with young kids all the time. I said, like, why are you shooting that deep three? What are you doing? Get your ass back down here. <laughs> I'm always like, 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 get your ass down here, shoot this shot. Don't uh, why are you shooting there? Like, make this. I shoot it real quick. You airball it. Get your ass back down here, bro. I don't have time. For <laughs> All right. So I've I've been I've been I've been high on Tyus Tyus Jones. I like Tyus Jones. I think yeah, man. Uh, players seem and play the players seem to love him a lot. To be honest with you, what are your thoughts on him and and, and what he brings to this Wizards team? Man, Tyus Jones is the man. I mean, because we uh-huh. needed a floor general here in DC for the longest, man. You know, ever since Russ one year Russ went to LA, um, they've been trying to turn combo guards into. You know, starting point guards and it hasn't yeah. worked. Spencer uh-huh. did with it in his mess. Um, looking at you know Monte <laughs> Morris, which Monte did his job. He wasn't a real point guard though. Like I know you're nah. talking about. Like he wasn't like. Yeah, I got you though. I know you're talking about Monte. Go ahead though. I, I mean, we you. need a we need a guy who's going to collapse defenses and really utilize yeah. shooters. You know what I'm saying? I and agree. Monte just did. He wasn't it. 
I mean, he did yeah. his job, but you know, so Tyus, man, he's a guy who look, floor general, guy who knows how to orchestrate an offense, man. Um, so if he can average seven to eight and really mm-hmm. utilize a lot of these shooters we have on the perimeter, I don't have any problem with him being here long term, man. Because is Jordan Poole that guy? Too many turnovers, man. The efficiency is it drives you crazy, man. <laughs> like, like you said, that Boston game was like, oh man. No, it was basketball at its worst. Like it was basketball at its worst. And I, I mean, I, I feel uh, bad for the people in the in the Hennessy section, man, because they gonna need some Hennessy. Watch yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Like I, I'll say, this, I was I was I was in the press I was in the press in the press box, right? And I was sitting there and I was like saying to myself, like, oh dang, like I'm getting ready to write this article about the yeah. game. And I'm like, well, at least I don't got to write about, but I don't got to write about a lot. It really ain't that hard to write about because they ain't like the Wizards gave me anything to really write about. <laughs> I'm just writing about the Celtics and Porzingis. I'm writing about what Jalen Brown and Porzingis and Tatum did. Yeah. I'm not really I'm not even talking about. And if I talk, if I wrote about the the, the Wizards, it'd be so negative. It'd be negative. <laughs> it wouldn't be positive. Like Kuzma, 21. Okay, 21. What do you do? But everything else, yeah, that game was. And I've been to a, a couple, I've been to some Wizards. I, I guess to me, what I mean, you could be, I, my opinion about, and I feel like I'm always harping, I'm harping on this game, but that game was something else to me. But I've seen them being, I mean, to be blown out is, is okay. Like, I, I think a team could be blown out. It's the way they were blown out. Like, that yeah. was my thing. Like, that, I don't know. So I text my boy, I was like, that first quarter was like a 16 seed in the NCAA tournament playing a one seed. Like, it was that <laughs> bad. Like, yeah. it was really that bad. Like, they couldn't literally. Cause you say you coach ball. You ever played against a team? I've been there. I, you played a team that was just ten times better than you for a, a, on a youth team, like a youth team, and the other team was just so much better than you. And they would get steals when they wanted to. Oh, they yeah. would score. Like they get they press, boom, layup, press, lay, layup, and you'd be like, yeah. damn, what happened? Like, but the team was just bigger, better, stronger. Like that, I felt like that's what it was on Monday night. Like the Celtics were bigger, stronger, faster, and it was a point where everything in that first quarter, in that first quarter, anything the Wizards did. The, the Celtics just was like, nah, nah, little brother, we got you. Like, nah, little bro, nah, this big, this, this big brother, we we going we gonna house you right here. Like, like they they even pressed them. Like they ran a press. Yeah. Press? yeah. Like they ran. I was like, y'all disrespectful. Like y'all real disrespectful right now. A press in the NBA, nah, they don't do that in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, but what I didn't like, man, was the lack of heart. You know, it's yeah. one thing to get blown out if you're putting effort into it. Yeah. But that fourth quarter with seven minutes left for West to kind of wave the white flag was like, come on, man. That's that. They, they talk uh, about culture, man. But it's like yeah, true. culture. Point, yeah, you got to create a culture of aggressiveness, man. You you always play to win regardless of what your roster's at. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I'm looking at. West, man. You know, West has got, in my opinion, because there's been reports that, you know, he's been cussed down in the locker room, stuff like that. But, you know, from the fans perspective, it's like, man, we don't see enough of you digging into oh. these players, man. Oh on the outside it's especially, wild yeah go ahead go ahead go ahead, oh, go, no, go, ahead bad, go. no no go no, go go especially with jordan Poole, like you gotta be that that force in the ear and say look you're old for six bro like you need to slow it down a little bit yeah. you know right, that shit is something else um <laughs> like i was watching him no because i was like because i was i was impressed and i could hear him t- when he was talking about, like in that so and no actually it was the it was the win actually this is what i know you could tell this coach dog and nobody wants to throw their players under the bus but you could tell, like, this in the win, they played uh, Memphis. And then he was saying, like, the reporter, one of the reporters asked him, yeah, are you, like, how, you, 
like you know, you saw Jordan take the take this wild shot, and you know, Kuz taking another wild shot, but basically Jordan it was really Jordan. Jordan taking this wild shot, and they they grouped Jordan and, and Kuz together. So, will you live live with these 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 shots? Basically, she was saying live with these bad these poor shot selections, right? And he was like, yeah, we we want to keep them aggressive, but yeah, some of the shots you would want, like basically saying like you'd want to keep them. Like you want them to take better shots, but you don't want to take that away from them. you. Want them to feel like they can make any shot. In my mind, I was like, "That's just coach jargon, bro. You just you just basically put, you don't want them taking that shit." Excuse my language. But she was like, basically what it was. Like you was like, "I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah, I know what you're doing. Like I know what you're saying for real. Like so, I do think that I think that West, like for a fan, since so you're pointing to your fans for the fans on the on the court, you want him to look at somebody and be like, "What the, what are you doing? Yeah, like what are you doing?" But I do think that he does do it behind the scenes. I think he does it in a respectful way. I feel yeah. like that's what I feel like because I, I like I like Wes. Do I think he's the answer here? I'm not sure, but I like him. I like his approach. You know what I mean? I know what he's yeah. trying to do. Um, and like, but I don't. It's it's a hard it's a hard situation. It's a hard situation because this team is trying to rebuild, but they don't really have like a piece to rebuild right now. Like an instant. Like they don't have. Apollo, you know, a Pablo, like don't have, they don't have an individual like that. Right. Yeah. Like who could play now a young dude who can play around and can, and, and you can see him like taking his team to the next level. Cause I think Bilal will be that next season. Like Bilal will be comfortable next season and you don't have that right now. So yeah, it, it's, it's tough, man. West is tough. But I don't, it's wild. West going to have to, it's, the NBA's got to show me soon league. So West going to have to do something. Like he's going to have to show that his team can win some basketball games. I mean, you can be aggressive and still shoot high percentage shots. Like, I agree. You know what I mean, I like, agree. And that's what I've been kind of looking for. Like, to me, for Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma to really reach that next level, they've got to utilize their supporting cast. I agree. Because I think the question is, who's your third and fourth scorer? You know, Kispert, you know, some like nights he can drop 20. Yeah, he's been playing like good, but some nights he's on, some nights he's way off. Yeah. You know, the same thing with Denny. You know, you mentioned his left hand. Haven't seen too much left hand. Three-point shot, he's a, he's a lot more aggressive with his three-point yeah. shot. Late. But, you know, to me, the biggest question with this roster is who is that third and fourth score? Who's going to step up when you have those nights where Jordan Poole or Kyle Kuzma have an off night? I think it should be, like, I think what's next should be more aggressive. I think he plays, I, I mean, he's the point. But I do think yeah. Tyus Jones should be a little bit more, uh, a little bit more aggressive because he has a nice shot. He, yeah, has, a nice, yeah. he has a nice float game. Um, and he and if he can be a, if he can be a aggressive threat offensively, that's gonna open up things to him as a passer. So I feel like he could definitely, to your point, he could be a third scorer for him. Um, but you, I mean, I feel you. Like I feel like it should, like to your point about Kisper. I think he can step his game up because I it's wild because I actually like Corey Kisper. Like I feel yeah. like I'm the minority when I when I talk about Corey Kisper. Like folks are like Corey Kisper, he ain't that good. I'm like, I mean, Corey can Kisper can shoot if you if you sleep on he'll bang on you. Um. Yeah. So I like Corey Kisper, uh, but I'm with you though. I do think that uh, he shouldn't be too dependent because I feel like you know he's a, he can shoot the ball like he's a good shooter, right? He's a big yeah. time shooter, but he shouldn't be too too dependent on shooting threes like even when he's off because I think he can do a lot a lot of other good things like he can drive to the basket on uh, drive to the basket on a curl, right? Like in terms of then somebody finding him driving to the basket, he can finish. Uh, he moves great without the basketball. Um, he could use his jump shot to his ability to even drive. You know what I mean? Like he use it. Um, I like Kisper a lot. Like I do think he could be a good six man for this team, a six man yeah. score. But to your point though, but you gotta feel it. Like I feel like it's, but even that, right? It's hard when you're coming in the game when you got Kuz and and yeah. Bill and, and, and 
and pulls, shooting everything. Like that's why I'm like, it's hard. It's to find a flow. It's all about getting the flow on you when you're on the court. So, it, it, I would like to, but I, I think I think Corey would be a good a good option to be a third scorer, and also, but Ty, yeah, Tyus and Corey Kisper would probably be the two that I would say because Denny, I need Denny. Like Denny to me. To me, he's like a utility dude. I don't know if he's a score. He's a utility dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's a utility dude. So real quick, so I'm going to ask you another question real quick before I let you go. Yeah. Um, talked about some of the flaws. You know, we talked about some of the things we actually like. But in terms of, I know it's early. Again, this is their this is their fourth game. Right now, they're, they're down to the Atlanta Hawks, 82 to 99. Um, what would you like to see them improve on? Man, rebounding. But do we have the personnel for it? You know, and that's the thing. You know, yeah. this front office, I, I love this front office, man. I, yeah. I like the fact that they finally pushed that reset button. They made all the right moves. You know, flipping Bill, a little too late, but, you know, we they did the best they could. Yeah, uh, KP, same thing. Um, But the center position, the, the lack of depth scared me because yeah, Mike Muscala, he's a stretch, but rebounding is going to be an issue, man. So, yeah. to me, look, man, I like Gaff. I'm a big Gaff fan. I like yeah. Um, I, I'm just personality, you know, I, I'm a big fan, man, but yeah. – is he it as starting center? I don't know. I would like to see them probably make a move for James Wiseman from the Detroit Pistons. Thank that's, you, bro. My guy already. Brandon, we're good, we're good friends already, Brandon. We're good friends. We're like and right now. Could, and look, if you could pick up Bagley, I'm not upset at that either. See yeah. if you can get a reclamation project. But Wiseman's a guy you got to look out bro, for. Bro, he gets DMP, man. Yeah. He don't, I mean, even, he, he don't even touch the floor now. I don't even know what, the, I don't know what Monty doing. They winning, though. They winning some games. So I'm not going to knock Monty. DMV, I'm not going to knock Monty. But I don't know. Wiseman don't touch the floor. Like I would be calling them now. Absolutely. I'm with you. I would be calling them now. I like I like that one. I like that a lot. I, I mean, like you start Wiseman and you have Gaff on the bench. I like that. Then I like you that. have a solid tandem at the center position. You know what I'm saying? I like so it. I like it. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I've been I've been asking for why. I mean, Wiseman I like, and I, I I know people. I mean, only because I get a, like a nostalgic feeling. I don't know why they ain't try Bobo or even try to go after Bobo. Yeah. But I feel like. That's a player that you're in this rebuild phase, and you're trying to see if you can hit on somebody, and who's young that nobody really kind of wants to kind of put effort into. Yeah, like when he was out there in the market, I was like, yo, one, I thought they should draft him when he was, you know, when he entered the draft. But two, when he was out there in the market, I was like, yo, just take a flyer on this dude. Like, yeah. some of the some of the some of the players you had coming off the bench, I don't think they're better than Bobo. I'm sorry, I just don't. I don't. But the Wiseman thing, you hit you hit that hard. Like that was that's the one. The Wiseman one is it. Like I feel like. Wiseman here, which and, and Jordan Pools played with him because they both were in Golden State together. Yeah. So they they have like they they have chemistry. Yeah, I like that one. I like that one a lot actually. You know what yeah. I mean? I think if you're trying to clear up some of these veteran contracts, like yeah. Shamet, look if, if the goal is to see what these young guys can do, then you got to free up minutes for Johnny Davis. Because look, of all people, Johnny Davis has to show what he can do because this new front office has no loyalty. They didn't draft him, so. Yeah. And then Shemets in the way, I mean, you were where do you play Kisper? They got to kind of rearrange. And that's what I'm saying. You're really not going to see a clear picture of this roster till after the deadline. You know what I'm saying? True. But Wiseman, look, he's young. He yes. fits the timeline, man. And if you could hit on Wiseman, it shortens that rebuild. Then you yes. can look at other areas, man. Because Bilal, man, I think he's the future of the small forward. I think yeah, that when I he develops that. his offensive game, man, he's going to be a beast on the wing, man. So, I agree. I agree. I totally agree with you. I agree with you. I, it's going to try to feel like figure out what. Yeah, but I, yeah, I agree with you. I think that, that that's definitely the play. Why is they definitely like why is it be awesome? 
possibly would be the move. It definitely would Man. be the move, though. I just got it. Would I just would just who they would have to trade for to get them? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like that one. I I had to think about. I, I like that one a lot, actually. That one you hit. Like, I feel like who would you trade though to get Wiseman from Detroit? Oh man, I mean that's a good question. Um, I maybe maybe you try to flip Gallo because Gallo can still score, but he's yeah. lost a step, man. I yeah. mean that ACL injury. He's a mummy out there as far as yeah. moving around, man. Shemet, everybody needs a shooter. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, You're right. Shemet would be a guy. Um, Delon, eh, maybe you get value for Delon because look, I think he Rollins looks solid, man. I don't know how you feel about Rollins, but he looked, he, was, he had a good summer league. I like yeah. Baldwin. I actually like Baldwin. I don't know why. Yeah, I like yeah, but the thing with Baldwin is that when his shots not dropping, what he's got to find other ways to get involved. You know what sure. I mean? He's too hesitant when his shots not dropping. He kind of you know races himself in the offense. So. Mm. I like that one. All right, so yeah, Sham. Okay, what about trade? Because I feel like Monty trying to win on the low. I think he's trying to win some games. I feel like maybe, man, they may shoot. Gaffer may get you eyes, man. Hey, I, I mean, I get you eyes, man. Like I said, I like Gaff, man. But I like Gaff, but I like Wiseman more. You you said Wiseman is the that's a different. I like the Wiseman. You got you got me thinking already. You got me thinking. <laughs> that's what the Wiseman thing got me. I'm like, yeah. Cause um yeah I like I like the Wiseman thing a lot actually all right all right so before I let you go man uh, how can folks and, and I know it's redundant but how can folks check you out on social media and also how can they check out your content um on YouTube and all the pa- podcast platforms yes sir well you can catch me on X and uh, Instagram as Brandon underscore seven Scott um I actually do watch the Commanders content over at Washington awesome. Football Maniacs on YouTube so definitely oh. check me there and starting this year I'm on the PSF the Pro Sports Fan app. Um, doing live games, uh, covering the live Wizards games, so definitely check me there. And of course, Locked on Wizards, man, definitely check me there. So I'm trying to stay busy, man. You know, I, I know. Hey, before I let you go, then let me ask you: you, ha- you happy with the trade for with Chase and Montez? Man, uh, the young was hard, man. I mean, with the second rounder for Sweat, I could see that, man. You see it, so good, right? Yeah, that's so a good, good pick. That's a good pick. It's like it's, like, it's a late. It's like basically like a first, like a first. It's a late, it's a late, it's going to be a late second. I mean, yeah, early but, second, yeah. Yeah, but I'm with you, man. I don't like how after the scene, it's like, oh, he doesn't work hard, you know. It's, it's like, they, they they dirty work. They always do that yeah. here. I hate, that's what I hate about here. Like, it's always dirty work. It's, he don't work hard. He's I mean. Not, he's not, in, he, he's not disciplined. It's always this. It's always that. Yeah, I just, I don't know if I'm with the Chase Young move, man. It, it reminds me of Trent Williams, you know, just it does. Making, the rich, making the rich get richer, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But yeah. I mean, they're trying to change. I mean, look, Josh Harris ain't messing around, man. I mean, early yeah. in the day, he didn't flip James Harden, and then yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, man, he ain't messing. No, I don't blame him. It's wild, you know what I mean? Like, I don't blame Josh Harris because I do feel like <laughs> because you lost, because you're three and five, you lost some bad games. Yeah, your mindset is like, okay, this team ain't good. So I'm thinking like, all right, these two are free agents at the end of the year, and so all right. Let me see what I can get for him. I yeah. get it. Like, I'm not as for him, I get it. Like, I get it. I'm just mad that they're three and five. And the reason they're three and five is because of piss poor coaching. That's why I'm mad at Thank it. you. Thank That's you. That's why I'm mad. I'm mad that the players have to suffer because and they have to be traded because not because of their play, it's because of piss poor coaching. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, so you got rid of the players before the dude, the dude in his regime that caused the situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I mean, I don't like what it represents. I guess that's my thing. Rama has got to go. I'm just something yes. like he's got to go. I mean, Del Rio should have been gone. Yeah. I mean, look how many points we're giving up every game, man. I, yeah. 
EB, I like EB. I yeah. think that you definitely see if he can be that guy at head coach. Yeah. Um, the only issues with EB, the only issues I have with EB he is he's got to get a run game yeah, more involved, man. Yeah, he's got to get more touches, Brian Robinson. I mean, when look, think about it, man. Against the Eagles, we're tied 24-24, man. Seven minutes left. You got to drain that clock. Oh, I you agree. Got, you know, to throw the ball that early, just I you know, especially with also the other time was on our own one yard line. Ain't throwing the ball, man. I'm running yeah. that ball. Running, so rock. Yeah. he's got to learn to trust Brian Robinson more. But yeah, you know, a lot of people going in on EB, and I'm like, no, come on, man. You know, he's Scott Turner, really. That's that's what bothers about, me. Man? That's yeah. what bothers me. It's like we live, God, like what did you expect? Like, I guess like if I get annoyed, it's like y'all thought we was gonna score like 33 points a game. Like, bro, we are better than we were last. Dude, we're doing this with a rookie quarterback in, in yeah. essence. We're scoring, we scored more times and like we hit 30 all year last year with under Scott Turner. Dude, we hit 30, we've hit 30 like three times already this season. Yeah, like we've scored 20 a number of times, high to, like mid-20s, high a number of times. We averaged more points than we did last year already. Yeah. Like we're better in the red zone. Like, yeah, granted, we could be better on third down. And to your point, we could run the ball more. But in terms of an overall offense, this has been 10 times better than what we've ever seen under Scott Turner, a Scott Turner offense. And I would say this to anybody who's listening now who are who are commander fans. If if before the season started, if someone had told you Washington will average over 20 points a game and, and they're gonna have 20 points a game with a rookie quarterback. You would say to me, "Oh, dang! Like, like, all right, we're gonna be, we're gonna, we're gonna have, a, we're gonna be, we're gonna be all right." Oh yeah. yeah. To what you had, but compared to what you had prior in prior years, you are gonna say we may be six two, six and two, five and three because the defense is supposed to rock. The issue is not has never been to me. The issue, other than the Giants game, right? Other than the Giants game, that's the one that it, it rubs everybody the wrong way. Yeah. Other than the Giants game, the issue has always the issue. It's been the defense, and that's the thing that bothers me. So it's never been EB. That's why I'm like eBay took a unit. I mean, EB took a unit and has improved that unit. Yeah. Again, with a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Now all y'all see Sam Sam Howell, like, oh, he could be he could be good. Like, we didn't know. Now this dude is throwing for multiple yardage, three hundred yard games. Yeah. He's throwing for like three, four touchdowns in a game. Like, this is this is but this is the tutelage of EB. So it's like, yo, he, the only unit has shown progression, in my opinion, from from year last year to this year, it's been the offense. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, who, why is that, EB? So, okay, make him the coach. He's shown he's done something. <laughs> well, I mean, the problem too, man, before we roll, man, is, yeah. is Ron Rivera, the GM. I mean, you yeah. let all these pieces on the old line leave year after year. Yeah. I mean, the, look, you best believe they need to spend a couple of picks and maybe going into the 3HC slash trade market and try to build his line, man, because the old line and gifted the last game against Eagles, they actually looked solid. They did, but I mean, when you're approaching David Carr's record, man, that kind of tells you where you're at, you know. Yeah. So they got to solidify this line, man, because look, every great team, where's the start in the trenches? Yeah, you got to build your lineup, man. So no, I agree. I mean, look, they they were stubborn. They finally made adjustments to the to the old line, added uh, Larson as a center. And, and had Chris Paul at guard. I mean, I mean, everybody could tell you Nick Gates was trash, but it is. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks, Brandon. Man, appreciate you, my man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Take it easy. I'm gonna try to get you back on again, man. We, maybe I'll get you on to talk talk commanders. Absolutely. Let All right, know. man. All right, boss. All right, man. All right. All right, man. It's Brandon Scott from Locked On Wizards podcast. Make sure you check him out. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. This has been a, this has been a good show. Appreciate my man Bree. 
appreciate my man Lake for being on, my man Brandon for being on. Anyway, hey, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, tune in, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Also, follow us on X at, at Urban Sports Scene, IG at Urban Sports Scene, and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Make sure you subscribe to the Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel as well. Check out the home of the Urban Sports Scene, Amplifier Media at AmplifierMedia.com. And this show can be found on the Podcast DC app. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all of the Amplifier shows as well as other great content. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. I've been struggling with this cold, but I made it through. Appreciate you all. Anyway, you've been listening to the Urban Spots saying, Deuces, Amega. Lead us out, big homie. Peace.